Bibles, turn to 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel, chapter 17, 1 Samuel, chapter 17. You know, there's just a, a famous chapter, uh, a lot of great sermons have come out of this book, and you've probably heard a lot of great sermons out of it. And it talks about David and Goliath. David and Goliath. Now, what I want you to see here today, or tonight, church, is that David wanted others to see the cause. You can be in a battle sometimes and you can forget about the cause. You can be in a fight and forget what about you're fighting for. You can, hey amen, I remember in a fight, man, what were we fighting about? The, you know, why, why were we fighting? You know, well, you said this and you said that, or, you know, no, that's not what it was about. And so sometimes that you and I can forget why we're fighting. We can forget what we're fighting for. And sometimes we can forget the cause of the fight. You know, David was a young man and, and David was attending sheep and he had to go out and, and he had to go and bring, amen, uh, some food to his brothers that were in the field and, and they were out there in battle. But what happened at this point at this time, here was the king and they had encamped themselves and they had, they had stood still and everybody else was just stuck and sitting around and really not doing nothing no more because uh, uh, there was a, a person named the, by Goliath who was defiling the army of Israel. They were defiling the army of Israel and, and they were saying all what they wanted to and, and, and the army had got stuck. Now, David comes in, in this point of scripture, he comes in and he comes with the tenacity. He comes with the Holy Ghost. Uh, he comes with fire. Uh, he comes with passion. Uh, he comes with desire. Uh, he comes because I want to change. Uh, I want something new. Uh, he comes and, and he sees the cause. He, he, he sees uh, he sees what's going on. He sees what's taking place. Uh, he sees fear there. Uh, he sees a disturbance. Uh, he sees all this stuff that's going on. And in the verse uh, twenty eight of seventeen, his brother, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men, and anger arose against David. He said, "Why did you come down here? And with whom you have left those few sheep?" In the wilderness, I know your pride. Come on, somebody. For you have come down to see the battle. Here his brother, amen, uh, came and throws something at David. And he throws at him uh, that he was a prideful, young, arrogant, amen, nosy brother. That's what he's trying to say, Amen. You just want to come and see a fight. How many know you see a fight? Y'all, so you want to see the fight. All the nosiness comes in, amen. And so he said, you're just coming, wanting to come and see the battle and what's going on. Now, I need you to see this with me this morning, or excuse me, tonight. In verse 29, and David said, what have done now? What have I done now? He says, is there not a what? Cause. 
Is there not a cause? Is, is there not a reason if there is a battle? Is there not a reason if there is a fight? Is there not a reason uh, there's a giant out there uh, that's talking madness? Uh, isn't there a reason why uh, something's going on right now uh, in this army, uh, in your life, uh, in the lives of those around you? Hey, come on, somebody. Uh, isn't there something going on? Church. David was seeing the cause. David was remembering the vision and the purpose of what was going to take place. Here, amen, the Bible says, and then they turned from him towards another, and he said the same thing, and these people answered him as the first one did. Well, he was talking, and they told him, hey, man, shut up. You're just an arrogant, proudful young man. You don't get it. You don't see it. You don't understand it. You don't know nothing about it. Amen. You look the look, but you ain't no big homie. You ain't a homie. Hello, somebody. You might talk like one. Well, you might look like a homegirl, but you ain't a homegirl. You don't hear me, though. Amen. Look, I need you to catch this, church, because that's really important right here. This part is what hits me. Now, when the word... Now, when the words which David, listen carefully now, the words which David spoke were heard. They reported them to Saul, and he sent for him. People begin to hear what David was saying. People begin to hear what you say. When you're in a fight and when you're in a battle and you begin to talk negative, people hear what you say. When things begin to happen and you're in a fight and, and you feel like, I can't take this, I can't do this, I'm too weak, he's too strong, it gets around. Good gossip gets around. Bad gossip gets around. Sometimes just stuff just gets around. Now, I want you to see this. That the report that happened went to Saul. And they sent for him, church. The report, excuse me, they reported them to Saul and he sent for David. He said, uh, I heard, amen, uh, that this young man uh, has been talking and has been saying all this stuff. He's been saying that there's, isn't there a cause? Isn't there a vision? Isn't there a purpose? Uh, isn't, isn't this the church of love? Come on, somebody. Uh, I, I, I heard, amen, that you've opened your mouth. In this fight, in this battle. Uh, some say, I heard. And they sent for him, and, and they brought him. Now, 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 listen carefully, church. Amen. 
Then David said to Saul, because now he is in the presence of the king. David now is in the presence of the king. Here is the young boy who they had just said that he was a powerful, arrogant, nosy young kid who just came to see is now in the presence of what? A king. So he didn't just come to see church. He didn't just come to cause, amen, uh, uh, division and strife. He came because he had something to say. He had something, amen, to impart. He's standing there at church. The reason I hold my Bible, read it too, because my knee's all strapped up right now. And uh, he was supposed to preach, but I said, I'm going to preach anyways, amen. So I'm saying, I'm going to walk around like a limp, it's okay. All the, all the pimp is coming out of me. <laughs> Amen. So did it flow. Holy Ghost is going to do it today. Now listen carefully. This is what I love. Mm-mm. Then David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of your servant. Don't, don't let none of the hearts. Now this is... None of the hearts. Now, he is talking about the army. He's talking about the soldiers. He's talking about the people in there. He's talking about the babies. He's, because when, when if you ever see, amen, uh, uh, the, the, when they started creating the, all these armies and all these battles, there's a lot of people who don't go to war too there. There's the ones that are taking care of those that are wounded. And those that are also there preparing and preparing the food and those that are preparing uh, the weapons and those that are preparing, amen, uh, for those that go out and, 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 and fight and come back and, and get refreshed. And then the next wave goes out. And, and so he's saying, I want all these people that are part of this fight. I don't want their hearts to be troubled. Because everybody's important. Every, come say everybody's important. Every, 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 everybody's important, church. He says, let, 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 let. No man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go. There's a key word, will go. Will, will go and fight with this Philistine. He's telling them there's a cause and I will go. He goes, there's a cause And everybody is stuck, sitting down, afraid, forgot the cause. He says, I remember the cause and I'll go. Some says, I'll go. And he's telling them this and he's saying these words to them and he's laying it out for them and he's telling them, I don't want them to be afraid. He says, because I'm going to go. Because nobody else was going. Nobody else was moving. Everybody else was stuck. How many ever been stuck before? How many ever got afraid before? And and you and you're just like, man. And so this is where he's saying, he says, I don't want nobody to feel uncomfortable. I don't want them to feel unease. He says, I will go. That's that's some heavy words right there, church. I will go. I will go, listen carefully, and fight with the Philistines. Now, now he lays this statement, 
And he's saying is because I know there's a cause and I know there's a flight. I know there's a battle. I know we're in a battle. I know what's going on. The army is being defiled. God is being defiled. People are being defiled. He says, but I'm tired of it. See, you got to be tired, church. Come on, somebody. Uh, to make a stand for righteousness. Uh, to be an individual that says, uh, I'm going to stand. And Saul said to David, church, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For you are a youth and he is a man of war from his youth. He tells them. You, he tells them these words straight out. He tells them, "You, you can't go against. You can't go against them. Nobody else wanted to fight. So that goes to show me this king was instilling some bad stuff into some good people. My God." This leader, he had people who could have fought against him. Here's this young shepherd boy that comes, and he comes full of power, full of dynamite. He sees the cause. He sees the problem. He sees the situation. He says, I'll go. I'll fight. I'll take care of business. Come on, God's with me. He's not going to let me know for me. And he's getting all stirs up, and he's before the king. I don't know if you've ever been around somebody who's stirred up. Man, it, it rubs off. I don't know if you've ever been around somebody who's just been a bump on the log. I don't know if you've been around a negative person. So negative, even that rubs off. You can be so positive, and he can be like, no, I don't think so. No, 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 no. No. And here he was, and he was against, here's one positive, and here's one negative. And there they are, and there they are before each other, and standing before each other, and he's telling them, you can't go against him, man. This Philistine, man, he's a bad dude since he was young. This man, this guy has been a warrior since he was a young kid. This is a man of war from his youth. This guy was bad. He, you're thinking they're a sheep. And man, he was killing, man, men. I know sometimes people always prejudge us. People sometimes will prejudge you. Say, well, you know, he nobody, she nobody. You can't do nothing. You never do nothing. You're too young. You're too old. Amen. This is the king telling him. David begins to tell him a story about how he, he dealt, church, listen carefully, how he dealt with a lion and a bear. He tells them a story how that a lion came in and he snatched up the lion and he ripped up that lion with his hands. And the lion represents kings and kingdoms. He says, God has put kings and kingdoms in my hands. I got the power to tear them apart. Come on, somebody. I got... Oh. 
He, he says, uh, bears came in and tried to take the sheep, and I, and I struck them, and I took them, and I tore those bears apart. Bears represent strongholds and strong things. You ever, ever heard of a bear hug? Hello, somebody. He says, I know how to break out of strongholds and strong things. See, God was preparing David for kingship when he was out there attending sheep. See, God's preparing you when you feel like nothing's going on or you feel like, hey, amen, this, this feels like uh, the same thing, same thing, same thing, always and always. I feel like I'm just going in circles. God's really preparing you. Come on, somebody, uh, to be before kings and queens, uh, to be in before strong men and strong things. I look now, I look back now, I wonder why God has placed us where he has placed us and put people before us while he put people before us. So when it was easy to go in before the mayor and speak to him like nothing, God gave us favor. Speak before the DA, gave us favor. The DA just gave us uh, uh, October 1st and October 7th to go speak in the schools. Come on, somebody. He said, I want you to go. I want you to go speak into these schools. They gave me dates already to go in and go and minister and go help them and be a blessing for them. For gang prevention. To help young teenagers know about, amen, you don't have to live that lifestyle. Come on, somebody. Amen. David was a young man, church, who was willing to go. Some say willing to go. He was willing to go. He was willing to make a stand. He was willing to make a difference because there was a cause. Come on, church. There was a cause. Don't forget the cause. Don't forget the cause, church, cause, the cause in our life. Our building burned. We have a cause to continue to stand and fight, to continue to believe, amen, to continue to tithe and to give our offering, to continue not to step, not to stop, not to stop. We have a cause. When we forget the cause, we're going to stay stuck. And we might be a great army, but we're going to stay stuck. And he tells them about all the stuff that he's done. Amen. And he all this that he's done and all this great stuff. And this in carefully church in, in verse uh, 37, more where David says, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear. He will deliver me from the hands of the Philistine. Come on, somebody. He said, God did it then, and he did it there, and he'll do it again. Come on, somebody. God will do it again. God will do it again. God delivered me, and God delivered you, and he's going to deliver us. Come on, somebody. That's the God that we serve. He's going to do it. Somebody say, he's going to do it again. Say, like a minute. He's going to do it again. Church, he's, he's going to do it again, church. Our God is going to do it again. And he goes on, he says, and Saul said to David, go. My God. He says, go and the Lord will be with you. We, we, we see, first of all, he says, your servant will go. He told him, amen, you can't go. <laughs> Now he's telling them, go. Because there's nothing, amen, like the power of a testimony. There's nothing, come on somebody, like the power of a testimony. There's nothing 
like the power, amen, of God. There's nothing like when someone has shown a change in their life, when someone has shown, amen, that they have fought against lions and bears in their life and are still standing now, amen. There's something about an individual. Church, there's something about an individual that stands strong, amen, against all the adversity that's thrown at them. See, the thing that gets me the most is David wasn't an ordinary warrior. Come here. David wasn't an ordinary warrior. Thank you. David didn't go and say, uh, 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 go give me the biggest sword. Go give me the sharpest sword. Go give me the, the longest bone arrow so I can hit him, amen, from behind this rock. Go, go, go get me uh, 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 this spear that is uh, 20 feet long so I can fight it from here to there. David wasn't that type of individual. David was the type of individual that trusted, or some say trusted the Lord. He was the type of individual that said, I'm going to fight, but God's going to fight with me. Come on, somebody. God's going to fight with me. God's going to fight with me. Verse 45 said, David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and a spear and with a javelin but I come to you in the name of the Lord come on somebody I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts the God of the army of Israel whom you have defiled he tells them straight out church I come to you amen in the name of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of the one that you've been defiled you can defile all you want but I'm coming with that name with that spirit, with that tenacity. You've been talking madness that God's a punk. I'm going to come right now and show you how much a punk he is. Come on, somebody. You've been saying all this about Jesus and all this about God. He says, well, I'm coming up with that banner on me. It's all over me. I'm coming. Church, he says, you have been defiled. We live in a world today that has been defiling, amen, the army of Israel, has been defiling our churches, has been defiling what we believe in. Come on, church, has been defiling what we stand for. And some of the churches have just been sinning. People have just been sinning. Mm. Church. I'm, I'm telling you that all of a sudden, the day of the Lord will deliver you into my hands. He says, and I will strike you and take your head from your own. <laughs> I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give you the, the carcass of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth. And all the earth will know that there is a God of Israel. Come on, somebody. Amen. I'm going to restore back the, the armies of Israel, he's saying. He says, I'm going to detach your head from your body. My God. That's a, that's a, he's prophesying right there. He's saying, I'm going I'm, I'm to take it off your head, man. And I can just imagine the Philistines just looking at him and says, 
He even says, he goes, what am I, a dog? What's going on here, man? Who, you know, you, you see all these fighters and all these boxers, amen, that, that sometimes they don't really they underestimate a fighter that comes in. And the other underestimate these fighters that come in, and all of a sudden they get beat by that fighter. See, David was underestimated. He underestimated because of how he looked. He underestimated him because of what he stood for. He underestimated him because he came with a cause, amen, that nobody else wanted to stand for. He underestimated him because uh, he looked at him, he says, look at man, he, he ain't got nothing in his hands. What, you don't hear me though? He ain't got no AK-47. He come on, somebody. Uh, he ain't got no Tech Nine with them. He ain't got no M. Come on. Mm-mm. Bible says that that then all the assemblies shall know that the Lord does not save with sword nor spear, for the battle of the Lord. He will give you into my hands. Come on, somebody, into our hands. I like what he says. Into our hands. He, he's speaking up for Israel. He's speaking up for the people that he's been defiling. He says, uh, when it's all said and done, God's going to give you, you into our hands. He wasn't arrogant. He, he wasn't uh, living all this self-righteousness. He, he wasn't uh, trying to think, well, he was the only one that can do it. I'm the only one that can do it. I'm the only pastor. I'm the only leader. No, 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 no. He says, no, I'm doing this for all of us. Let me see all of us. Come on, somebody. I mean, he's, I'm doing this for all of us. I'm doing this for all of us, church. Mm. So it was when the Philistines arose and came and drew near to meet David that David hurried and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. He, he, no, you gotta, you gotta count, you gotta see this picture. It's a beautiful picture, church. He, he didn't say, like, oh my God, what am I doing? Um, you know, can we talk about it first? You know, I was just kidding, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, you know, I'm just kidding. No, the Bible says that he ran up on him. He, 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 he ran up on him. If I could run, I would run, believe it or not, man. I'm telling you. Uh, you know, he didn't say, you speak first, you go first, Don. He none of that. He, come on, he wants to come on, somebody. No, you hit me. No, you hit me. No, you hit me. No, no. I don't know about you, but I was a hit first kind of guy. I wasn't like, you say hit me, I'm going to hit you. Amen. Don't say, about you hit me. No, 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 no. All of a sudden, he, he, he ran up, church. He ran up. And that's what I love what it says. I love this part here that is very tremendous. Davy, 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 uh, David hurried it, ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in the bag and took out a stone. And he slung at church. Mm. Hold on, sorry. Let me, let, me, let me back up one second here. So it was when the Philistine arose and came to draw near to meet David, that David hurried up and ran towards the army of the Philistine. Then David put his hand in the bag and took a stone. He took a stone, church. Mm, mm, mm. Listen carefully. And the Philistine 
slung it and struck the Philistine in his head so that the stone sank in his head and he fell on the face of the earth. David had a bag, some say a bag. He had a bag full of stones that he, that he had picked. He had picked some stones. And the Bible says that he grabbed a stone. He got a stone. He said, I'm going to get me a stone. Now, he didn't get stone, so don't misunderstand that scripture. Don't get weird on me, church. And he didn't get Goliath stone either. Hello, somebody. Ay, rasa, amen. But he, he, he picked the stone. Out of the bag. He picked the stone out of the bag. The church. And he slung. He slung the stone. Amen. And the stone sunk in his head. And hit him right in the head and right in his forehead, church. He had told him and he prophesied to him that he was going to separate his head from his body. Now, he had slung and hit him on the head. He falls down and takes him down because he had a cause. He had a cause. His cause was, I'm going to get this guy, I'm going to hit him in his head. You know what David went down saying? This is what David said. Now, David said, this guy is so big, I can't miss Come on, somebody. He's saying, this guy's got a big head. I can't miss. Jack in a box syndrome. Amen. I can't miss. When some people think, well, he's too big, I better run. See, how are you viewing your fight? How are you viewing your situation right now? It's too big, so I better run? Or is it too big, I should run towards it? And I can't miss. Come on, somebody. Come on. Amen. Give the Lord a good clap off for a bit. And so this is what I want you to see. Is that he, he slings the rock, church. Amen. He slung the rock. It sunk it and struck the Philistine in his forehead. And so the stone sank into his forehead. And he fell into the face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. A sling and a stone. He's keeping to what he said. I'm not going to come to you with a sword or a spear. Amen. He said, I'm going to come to you in the name of the Lord. I'm going to come to you, amen, with the name of the Lord. I'm going to come fight you with the simplicity. Because this is going to be an easy fight. This is going to be an easy fight. This, this, this is all God. Someone say, all God. This is all God. And he killed him and he struck him. This thing, this is a sling and the stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hands of David. David, remember, David went down with no sword. In verse 51, it says, Therefore David ran and stood over the Philistine. He stood right over the Philistine, guys. Right over him. Right over him. 
right on him. Took his own sword and decapitated him. Separated the mouth that defiled God. Uh, one stone. Catch a flickle. That he used to take down Goliath because he had a cause. He wanted to go. Come on, somebody. They said, no, you can't go. He said, uh, and he said, okay. He tells them his testimony. He said, okay, go ahead and fight him. And he says, I'm going with the spirit of God. I'm going with the cause. I'm going with the fire. I'm going with the passion. I'm going with the desire. No matter, amen, I've done this and I've done that. I've, you know, I've done nothing great, but I know a great God and a mighty God. Come on, somebody. <laughs> and all of a sudden, church, he took the sword and drew it out of his sheep and killed him and cut off the head. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. <laughs> he grabbed, amen, the defiling big mouth, big lop head, picked it up and said, this is what has been defiling this is what has been stopping the flow. This is what got you stuck, seeing but never doing. This what has you, amen, uh, rethinking your calling. This is what has you questioning a lot of debt. This, he says, this is nothing. Come on, somebody, amen. Uh, this, 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 this is nothing. See, uh, that separation that he does from his corpse is to let you know, amen, that, amen, there's nothing that God cannot do. Come on, somebody. There's nothing that God cannot do. Philippians 4.13, what does that say? With God, all things are what? No, we don't say that. 4.13, I'm just kidding. Philippians 4.13, I love doing that. Miss Master Philippians. 4.13 says it like this. Let me read it the right way. I. What's say I? I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Some say I. You, I, we. Church. Can do all things who strengthens me. David said I could do this. I can do this, man. I can, I can handle this situation. I can handle the defilement that's taking place. I can come against this. I, I, I can. See, Goliath has a way of making himself sound good in our lives. I faced him. You faced him. I faced him over and over. Because there's always going to be a Goliath in your life. You know, it's always going to be there in different times of your life. And there are going to be different types of Goliath. Goliath had five brothers. They say he had five rocks with five brothers. I don't know about all that, but all I know, he fought them. He, he got them. But what about you? What about me? What about us? You've heard me say it before. When do you kill a giant? Not when he's asleep, but when he's a baby.
There are some things in our life that we need to deal with before they get so full-blown in our lives that they're going to end up destroying us. And I believe tonight as we stand, church, all of us, that we all have the ability to be great and to do great things. Every head bowed, every head bowed, every eye closed. You and I have the ability to go beyond what we think we can. I think it's time that you and I face our giants. I think it's time that you and I face them and says, I'm going to decapitate the very thing that's trying to slow me down. The very thing that's trying to stop me. I'm, I, I'm, I refuse to stay stuck. I refuse to go in a circle. I, I need you, Lord. If that's you tonight, you say, Pastor, that's me, Pastor. I want to be like David. I want to be a man with the cause. I want to be a man or woman that sees the cause in the church and says, I'm behind the cause. I want to I fulfill the destiny and the purpose. Maybe you have a, a, something going on in your life. There's a Goliath in your life. You said, I need to fight this Goliath. And I, I, I'm not going to let it defile me. It's already done enough. Today I choose to go against it. And fight against it. Because today I will win. Today I know I can. Today I know that I can. Today I know that I can make a difference. Today I know that God is with me and not against me. I know my God's a good God. And a mighty God. And a great God. I know, I know, I know today. If that's you tonight, God spoke to you. I want you to come right now. I want you to come, I want you to come, come now, now, now. Now is your time. Now is your time. Now is your time to make a difference. Now is your time to stand. Now is your time to stand on top of that corpse. That says, I, I would not allow you to take any more. Today, I decapitate you. Today I separate all those lines. I stand firm today, trusting and believing. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, church, just continue praying right now. Don't stop. Come on, just continue praying right now. Come on, just lift up your hands. Just extend your hands this way. Hallelujah, 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 Lord. Father, we need you, God. Father, we need you, God. Maybe you're here, maybe you've been facing some giants in your life. God says, now, now's the time, now's the time. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Everything